0: Hey, and welcome back to the podcast of Idiots and Intellects. I am your host, Kelsey Hatzinger, and I'm here today with my mom, Brenda. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) Off to a good start. Um, We wanted to take the time to discuss the tragedy that is sweeping across Australia right now. Um, Fires are raging outside every major Australian city, and the loss of life... Both hum- I'm drooling. Both human and animal um, has been absolutely devastating. So in today's episode, we're going to hear from an actual Australian citizen, right? Yeah. Um, she has some quick little things to say, some little insight to tell us. And then we're going to walk you through the utter devastation, the causes, um, and most importantly, what can be done and how you can contribute and, um, hopefully know that your money is going to the right place because that's kind of, that's seeming to be an issue. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, the Australian, br- I always want to say brush fires, but it's bush fires. Yeah, yeah it's just awkward. Yeah.
1: uh <laughs> 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 um, fire in the bush. <laughs> oh.
0: This is my mother, ladies and <coughs> gentlemen. Sorry. Um... So the bushfires are devastating the country and its ecosystem, and has been since about September. Um, a lot of people don't know that, but it's it's been happening for longer than what is being portrayed.
1: They had, like, over a hundred, like, warnings about this, and yeah. then the government or prime minister or whatever decided, like didn't take heed to those warnings. And then, Mm -hmm. so then they are blaming the state government at their moving slow. Like, they're, like, deflecting blame onto the state government instead of having it at a federal level. It's just Mm -hmm. messy.
0: Yeah. Also, at what point, since they are experiencing drought, you know, what really could have, what preventative measures could have been taken? initially?
1: I'm not really sure. Yeah, I don't either. I mean, like, how know, do you, how do you, <laughs> I guess just the warnings and people not following the warnings and, you know, and then the idiots that started the fire as well. Well,
0: we'll get into that in
1: a minute. Yeah, okay.
0: Slow your roll. <laughs> but, <laughs>
1: um, but
0: yeah, um, I guess that is a big thing. A lot of people didn't Because there was an absolute no-fire ban. Like, people would go camping and still... Whatever. Uh, Again, we'll get into it later. But um, at the beginning of January, it was estimated that 480 million animals... That's almost half a billion, guys. um, Had perished in the fires. And now the estimate is about 1 billion. That was as of January 13th, so that was...
1: Nine days ago. That was a while ago, yeah. Well, they're I think they're ahead of us. So yeah, ten days ago for the first time. Well, I mean or it's whatever. an American
0: oh. publication. Okay.
1: So gotcha. come on. <clears throat> I'm so itchy right now. I don't
0: I guess all this dog here. Um so anyways, a uh, total of a total of twenty nine people have died. Um and that was the latest as of January nineteenth, so just this what sunday yeah it was a sunday and now
1: they just found an 82-year-old man he was
0: accounted for was in he accounted in this, for in there yeah in this okay. 29 um, oh i just broke the pen okay um so <laughs> so 21 of those deaths occurred in new south wales which is the state that has been hit the hardest and three were in south australia a state just west of new south wales and then five deaths in victoria which is south of south wales
1: well in new south wales that's where sydney is and right now their air quality is the equivalent of smoking 37 cigarettes a day yeah. like
0: yeah yuck yeah and we'll get into more of that later too um as well as come kind of more health complications that come along with all this But um, I think it's going to be important to establish exactly where the fires are taking place before we really move on to anything else. Um, Because a lot of misleading information has been going viral, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: which, that's not great. No. (laughs) That's not great at all. Um, So we're going to set the record straight. Uh, The fires have been the most extreme... In the south and on the east coast of the country. Now, Australia as a country is broken up into... One, two, three, four, five, six, six states plus Tasmania. Which is a little island off of, off of the landmass. Um, but, let's see here. What am I thinking? I lost my train of thought. It's been fully derailed. Fully derailed. <laughs> yeah, I got stopped by a train on the way to work this morning. It made me nine minutes late.
1: We got stopped by a train this morning on the, the way to a cleaning job. Did you? Yeah. Where were you going? By South Dam. See, it's the same train. It's the same one that comes by here, too.
0: Yeah, it's the same train. Yeah. It's the same train. Okay, anyways. All right, we're talking about geography. Um. So... <laughs> Again, the fires have been the most extreme in the south and on the east coast of the country, although every Australian state has had fires. um, New South Wales, located in the southeastern part of the country, has been hit the hardest, and then Victoria is right just south of that. Um, Some viral maps have wrongly been suggesting that the fires spread across all of central and western Australia. Um, There's one specific photo that's been going around. Um, it's the NASA photo oh. that is very misleading. Um, it's not a real photo. Really? Yeah, it's not a photo that was really taken um, at once. It's actually an image that was created using data from NASA's Fire Information and Resource Management Systems firms. Um, and it's the data is from a m- whole month span and then it all gets condensed into one image. So it's not accurately showing, hey, this is the intensity of the fires here or here or here. Right. So it uh it creates a very exaggerated image, making it seem to the viewer that the blazes are way more intense and in covering way more area at a time than they really are. Granted, they're still pretty intense and in covering a lot of area. Oh absolutely but It would be, if you
1: gathered your information purely off that image, it would be wrong. (laughs) There's still 87 fires burning right now. Mm -hmm. There's um, 17 in Victoria, and I don't know how many in South Wales, but just in Victoria alone, there are 17. So 87 fires still going on. Yeah. I thought it was funny when I saw, like... And maybe they were just doing, as a comparison, to show how much was on fire, but when they put Australia on top of the United States or North America, Mm -hmm. and then it showed, like, oh, this whole big area of North America would be gone, or whatever, and it wasn't Mm -hmm. even... Yeah. Yeah, it was misleading. Mm -hmm. But again, these fires are wicked, and we're not trying to downplay them.
0: No, we just want um, accurate information. And this NASA photo that's going around is not it. Um a good place if you're interested in where the fires are, their intensity, what's happening, um my fire watch is what you're gonna want to go to and it is let's see, um it's actually updated by the New South Wales Rural Fire Service themselves, if I'm not mistaken. hmm So it's, uh, it's pretty accurate, it'll tell you kind of the intensity, um, it has a unique um, kind of key where they go and um, like label the intensity and the fire hazard and the fire potential differently, um, but it is updated every two to four hours depending on satellite availability. So go check that out. Um and if you see a red flame icon, that means that there is a fire emergency warning there and it requires a person in that area to take immediate action in order to survive. So this uh this My Fire Watch site has been pretty much what citizens have been going by.
1: Mhm. And the rain has not extinguished the bushfires and they're actually in New South Wales And Victoria worried that it's going to spread even farther in the next upcoming few days.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Australia... um, Actually, why don't we take a break here and then we're going to get into the causes of the fire. Stuff like that. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. So, thank you for sticking with us through my own ad. (laughs) You didn't get a break from my voice. um, So, now we're going to hear
1: from a friend of my mom's. um, Um, Yeah, I I have a friend, Leanne, who lives in Australia. And um, I reached out to her a couple weeks ago, um, seeing if she had any information. Like, I wanted something straight from... The, a citizen the, there. Yeah, from the a yeah. citizen there. And fortunately, she has not been affected by it. She was um, traveling um, at the other end of the country, and due to the extreme temperatures of 39 degrees in this part of the country, mind you, that's Celsius, so like 100, hot over as 100. Balls. Yeah. <clears throat> and um, so her concern was that she wasn't going to be able to get through, so she decided to come back down. To the south in a hurry, so I believe well, she was maybe over in Western Australia. I'm not exactly okay. sure. I don't think she was.
0: She wasn't in. The she was in. No. So no. Did you get it? Heat yeah, I. Things? I got
1: that. I'm um, fine. This isn't funny though. And she had said, you know, it's it's just truly devastating on so many levels. The levels of destruction in her beautiful country. The loss of wildlife human life whilst not as prolific still heartbreaking um she shared many posts with me and many photos that were just heart-wrenching you you know you'd see the burned animals and the kangaroos like literally looking like they're praying when it's raining i mean Mm -hmm. it was just you know um and she said, in typical Aussie fashion, people have rallied and organized clothing and other supplies to be transported to affected areas. The money fundraisers, whilst heartwarming, also breaks the concern of fakers taking advantage of their situation to line their own pockets. Then there are the looters. The ongoing speculation of how this has happened on such a large scale, a popular one, being that we are no longer backburning as we used to, and as our indig... Indig... indigenous I can't even say it indigenous indigenous yeah culture <laughs> um did so, and it's also bringing poling- political finger pointing, um, which at one particular party, which um. Story has been unfounded, but I've I've read some different things now with uh about the Prime Minister Morrison, so that's kinda interesting. Um <clears throat> for her personally, it's just the heartbreaking the aspects of the loss of wildlife and the horrific way they have met their demise. Um, you know, I can't even imagine. Um she had sent a um An article that had, like, 50 pictures that summed up the hell on earth in Australia. And I can't even begin to, like, describe some of those pictures. I'm sure many people have seen them, but, yeah. So, she is um, looking forward to continuing her road trip. Like, she, after summer, she um, Mm -hmm. travels. And I don't know if it's a camper... um, or her, what is it? is it, like a car? not a caravan, but... A caravan. No, a caravan is like a group of them, but um, she travels in her camper van um, throughout the summer, or I should say probably not in the hot, hot summer, but yeah. Yeah. So, it's important
0: to remember that their summer is the opposite of the American winter, too. Oh, so. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so when we say summer, we mean right now. Um so, thankfully, she hasn't been caught up in anything. No, but a lot of people have, and that's
1: mm-hmm. it's pretty sucky. Yeah, I think she. I I want to say she went and um, hung out with her with her dad for a while. You know. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, keep thinking about you, Leanne. So hang in there and keep me posted. By the way, are you gonna send this to her? Yeah, she wanted to have me send her the link. Oh, that's, that's why so nice. I said no screwing around and no swearing <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, maybe we will, yeah, but don't
0: laugh like that, <laughs> um, so let's just get into the causes of the fires right away. Um, first of all, Australia was in a drought when this started. they've mm-hmm. been in a pretty severe drought, um and that makes it easy for. Simple things that you might not necessarily think of, like lightning strikes, Mm -hmm. to just immediately spark a blaze. Um, So lightning strikes, discarded cigarettes that maybe weren't completely put out, and um, a big one is people were not complying 100% with the no-fire ban that was placed once the drought reached a certain extreme, um, which... It's easy. I mean, Smokey says it himself. Only you can prevent wildfires. So, <laughs> Wonder who so, They have for, instead of Smokey the Bear, it's like Perry the. I was going to say Perry the Platypus, but that's like a Phineas and Ferb thing, which I never watched that show. Okay, you don't know what I'm
1: talking about. I do. Do I you? Do. Yeah, it was a Disney show. Oh, yeah. did you watch it? No. Oh. Well, then how do you know? Because I saw it advertised. Mm -hmm. Um, Did you hear about Disney
0: Plus? It's a Disney streaming service now? No. It's like Netflix or Hulu, but just for Disney stuff. Okay, anyways. Yeah. So, um, probably the most extreme and absolutely surprising cause of some of these bushfires, um, people were deliberately starting them. That's a sick... Isn't that fucked up?
1: It's just wrong.
0: So, uh, 24 people were charged with deliberately starting these fires, including a 19 year old volunteer firefighter. What in the ever
1: loving? Isn't that insane? Fuck.
0: Why? Like, if you're a volunteer firefighter, you should know the risks associated with any open flame, well, especially he just, during this like, time. I guess they found him, like, they would spot him sitting in a vehicle close by when it started so that he could go help put it out right away. I don't know if it was, like, a pride
1: thing. Yeah, maybe he was like, oh, well, I'm going to start this and I can, like, help and be a
0: freaking hero." hero.
1: But then, I don't know. Well, he's an idiot. I hope he gets... I get... I hope he gets his bush on fire in prison. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. Again, my mother,
0: ladies and gentlemen. Um. So, <laughs> it's a the- hello. Calm that? down. Take a breath. <sighs> Not like that. <laughs> um. So each season in Australia, there is a fire season. Um. Summer again, like we said, is. Opposite our winter there. So, or are not opposite. It's the same as our winter. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's opposite in our heads because they're, you know. Okay, you guys get it. Um, so, and that uh, fire season is usually December, January, February. That's when the fires are more frequent. Although, um, it will go into as far into, um, March even. Mm-hmm. I believe it is. Um, also, in 2009, this isn't the first time that there was an extreme wildfire situation in Australia. In 2009, 173 people died in Victoria alone.
1: Holy shit.
0: Yeah, they call it Black Saturday. So, fire season in Australia is nothing to fuck with, obviously. So, you know, um Australian summers <clears throat> circulate around dry hot weather which makes it super easy for any fire to spark and immediately spread especially in drought
1: affected areas like the areas all the leaves that fall down off the trees and stuff and everything has like given way for it to be Mm -hmm. like more of an igniter or
0: yeah and we'll talk about that because that is something um, specific to eucalyptus trees which makes it even worse for the koalas which we will also talk about in a minute Um, I wonder if they can hear the dogs grunting. The dogs just...
1: No, they're just laying down. Let's not talk about them or
0: they'll start acting... (laughs) A little paranoid? No, they know Well, don't look at them then. (laughs) Um, so I think with the fires happening, it's important to ask some questions um, about long-term damage. So you mentioned that, um what, the air quality in Sydney right now was equivalent to smoking 37 cigarettes a day? Yeah. What are some other health issues?
1: Um, Well, half of the... Half of Australians are directly affected by the bushfire crisis, suffering health effects such as breathing, respiratory problems. There's, like, smoke haze everywhere. Mm -hmm. Um, And... You know, what are you going to do about that? There's, like, hospital... You know, hospitals have filled up. Mm-hmm. And there's just so much help. And, like, even, like, the disruption of their workforce and everything has, like, cost them $1.3 billion.
0: Australian dollars, right?
1: Australian dollars. We
0: did quick math, and that's the equivalent of about one point eight, what million billion billion in yeah. America. So... It's, uh, it's not pocket change. No. Um, yeah, the haze, um, haze from the fires has been impacting places as far as, uh, hello, <laughs> I'm stuttering, as far away as New Zealand for several weeks now. Mm-hmm. Um, and recently the skies in New Zealand themselves turned orange just from reflection from the blaze. So well, even away. in
1: some of those pictures of Australia, I mean, it looked literally like if if one were to, you know, believe that there is a real hell, it really looked like freaking hell because mm-hmm. everything was just blaze orange and red and like, yeah. yeah.
0: Um, smoke has even made its way to Chile, which is more than 11,000 kilometers across the Pacific Ocean. So uh, it's the haze is hitting South America.
1: I mean, it's 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 gonna it's affect the whole globe, you know, mm. with all of that. Um. So
0: let's talk a little bit about the wildlife. Um. Let's see. So there's um, huge population drops in pretty much all species there. Um, koalas are being affected pretty hard, um so
1: are camels, surprisingly, yeah, but which... they're being affected because they're
0: well, yeah, so camels, um, which I didn't know Australia had feral camels, I didn't even know that was a thing, feral
1: camels, yeah, I didn't know that was a thing in Australia, well, it's there Australia has desert. Well, yeah. Just because just because it's a desert doesn't mean... Well, how do you think? Some people back in the day, they had camels. They didn't have cars and shit over there, just like... like. Well Yeah, I thought so... camels
0: were more native to the Middle East, though. Oh. And Australia is very far away from the Middle East. Oh, well, I don't
1: know.
0: Because um, I know Australia has a lot of horses. Wild horses, too. Mm-hmm. So, anyways... um. So camels, the feral camels as of January 15th, um 5 a little over 5,000 camels had been killed um by the government. Yeah,
1: because so, they drink too much water.
0: Yeah. Um camels had started knocking down fences and stuff and invading properties to try and find water. Um those suckers can be aggressive, too. Yeah, have you seen the picture of the camel with his head,
1: or with his mouth around some kid's head? No. It's so funny. Do you remember getting spit at by camels numerous times when we'd go to the zoo, or No, like... I
0: like camels, so I think I blocked that from my memory. Oh my god, your dad was like, "That
1: fucker spit on me again. <laughs>
0: <sighs> oh, they just
1: kept getting dad? Oh, a couple times, yeah. And Gross. then he was like, blocking, because you were really little, we went to Baraboo Circus, not that we support that anymore, but anyhow. <laughs> and I'm all of just, a sudden the camel just was like... Oh. And just spit on them. Yeah. it's funny. Um,
0: so... Oh, also, um, I think it's weird. This is a weird little tidbit. It doesn't necessarily have anything to do um, with this directly, but farmers have been fighting over how to dispose of their dead livestock... Because so many,
1: oh yeah, and you can't burn them. Well, no, you know, yeah, um, and with those temperatures, all that rotting,
0: yeah, and just Australia is not pleasant right now. Yeah, so I don't know, um, but koalas have uh, been severely affected. I'm sure everyone's seen the pictures of them with, like, the burns. And, um...
1: like, cuddling other animals or stuffed animals or, like, actually running and, like, Mm -hmm. into people for them to pick them up and, like,
0: yeah,
1: love on them, take care of them. Yeah, it's... Well, the
0: thing is, there are slow-moving... Mammals by themselves. They're slow. Mm-hmm. They're a little faster than sloth. Yeah. <laughs> which is, that's not great when you're trying to escape a rapid bushfire. Um, so, they also have um, a weak immune system, which gives koalas with extensive burns and injuries through these fires a pretty low survival rate. So, that's also not great. <sighs> But, um, you know, there's actually a lot of organizations that are doing a lot for them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, uh, I kind of wish we would have dug into that a little deeper, but there's only so much time.
1: <laughs> well, this, um, the South Wales Rural Fire Service, that seems to be, like, a really good...
0: Well, yeah. I have a whole bunch of, um... What can be done at the end that we'll get into? Oh, and okay. we'll close with. So um, koalas uh, only live in eucalyptus trees, too, which that's what they eat. But um, they're extremely flammable. So the koalas uh, or the eucalyptus. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm sorry. Both. Yeah, that was. That yeah. Was bad. Um, but no, the eucalyptus trees are extremely flammable. Um. So. There's really no quick fix to immediately restore koala habitats either. So they're in—they're in for a rough patch here. Yeah. Um,
1: Hopefully, there's um, enough rescues and enough people that are out there to be able to.
0: Well, the thing is, they um, when a bushfire hits their area, their little eucalyptus forest, whatever habitat. <laughs> Right, like their specific area, though, you know, Um, they don't have the foresight to say, oh, hey, I see fire, I'm going to get down off this tree and get out of town. So they just kind of stay there, and by the time they realize that they need to flee, they're too slow, so they just burn up, Um, so that's great. Yikes. But, um, in other good news, choppers have been being used to airdrop carrots and sweet potatoes for stranded animals in the bushfires who, um, would otherwise starve. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's good news. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll be honest, I don't know much about the statistics or the population levels or anything like that. Um... It was almost too much to get into, because it's still declining, and by the time we would have said anything, you know, percentages would have changed, or...
1: I mean, numbers could have changed from what we just already said. Right, that's why I've been trying to
0: say the dates on certain things, like, by this date, Mm -hmm. (laughs) just because it is still ongoing. They have, what, another two months, at least, of their summer season, so things are still going to be changing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see, what else you got?
1: Um, well, I could go into, um, how their government, well, I think I already said many are disgusted and embarrassed by them. By their Um, government? Yeah, the federal government deflecting blame on the state government over the bushfire crisis. And the prime minister was asked to help um, um, by somebody who he wanted to shake their hand. And the lady said, well, if you if you promise that you will donate more money to um, RFS, the rural fire service. And he did not shake her hand then and turned his back and walked away. And it's just like... So they have. Well, I
0: think also to a certain point, there's only so much one man can do. I don't know necessarily the politics of everything. No,
1: I. But but you know the you know the fire the emergency emergency chiefs are all frustrated by Morrison's knee jerk political um, responses, and he's like a pro fossil fuel agenda kind of guy, and um, just I don't know. People are just kind of concerned with all of their government involvement you know just like everywhere else you never trust your government I guess.
0: (laughs) Um, See I think a lot of people are using it as fuel to the fire for climate change which I don't know I think we just need to focus on (laughs) getting through the fires right now Yeah. and kind of point fingers afterwards. Exactly. I think it's I think it's time to just get over it and work together. Yeah. Um. So speaking of that, actually, let's talk about what can be done. What can be done to help the Australian citizens, the wildlife?
1: Well, all sorts of stuff. Donations, obviously.
0: Donations. Um.
1: The only thing is, is you have to be aware and maybe like do a little research into who you want to donate to.
0: That's, yeah, that's huge. Um, Through social media on Instagram, there's a lot of accounts that are saying, well, one like is $1 donated to Australian fires. They're using it as a way to um, just boost their page. Yeah. And then they can make money that way. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of them, where you say one like is $1... They don't donate anything. There are a handful that will, um, but I think it's just probably safer to steer clear from any Instagram donation requests. (laughs) Yeah, anything
1: that looks sketchy. I mean... Just that's what Leanne had said was, you know, you're going to have the fakers coming in there and scammers and whatever. Also, she was talking about
0: the looters. We didn't talk about that. Oh, yet, yeah. But I think that's crazy. Yeah.
1: They cause... have a lot of looting going around. I mean, if you think back to like Chicago fight, well, you, that was on, But like L.A. riots and all that and all mm-hmm. the looting. And even with the fires last year and they had looting. I mean. Yeah.
0: Because what's happening is they're getting people are getting evacuated from their homes, mm-hmm. right? And then people are coming in, who maybe don't care about the risk as much. They're just thinking about that sweet reward when they steal someone's sixty-inch TV or God knows what.
1: Well, they're even looting stores and mm-hmm. and everything. Yeah. Just yeah, because
0: everyone's gone. Everyone's evacuated because, you know, it's dangerous. But, um. So, yeah, make sure that you donate to someone worth donating to that's not just going to stuff it in their own pockets. Um, A good way to do that is to donate directly to the fire departments, fighting the fires. Um, Or I've heard Australian Red Cross. I've heard Mm -hmm. some mixed things, but um, mostly everything I've read, they were good.
1: Yeah, I just read this, that one-third of their... um... Australian mm-hmm. Red Cross, one third of the 95 million actual dollars, um, only 30 million will be given to victims. So but I don't know. I mean, you have. Is I that
0: directly to them to. or that doesn't include like emergency response teams anything like that. No, though. they're
1: keeping $65,000. But
0: are they using it for emergency response teams? Not that the article stated. I don't know. So I I don't know. Maybe I don't that's know something for sure. to look into a little deeper if you're planning to donate.
1: Well, um, they say whoops. Um they have a St. Vincent de Paul Society, um, as I've said like a couple times, the New South Wales Rural Fire Service, Salvation Army Australia, Save the Children Australia, um, Port Macquarie Koala Hospital, um, World Wildlife Fund, um, again, if you have like some of those bigger, ones, like the World Wildlife Fund, I don't know what percentages are actually get. You know, you have to kind of look into some of that.
0: I would look into anything extensively before you donate because
1: yeah, ugh. I mean it's not like you know we're it's not like Kylie Jenner who uh, donated a million or Elton John donated a million, Nicole Kidman and Keith Urban five hundred thousand, Russell Crowe for some reason a hundred and five. That's very specific. (laughs) 100000
0: I was like, well. Something weird. People were bitching about Kylie Jenner donating a million dollars. They were like, she only donated a million dollars? That's like $20 to the average person. I was like, that's a million dollars, though. It doesn't matter how much more she has. She still made the choice to donate a million of it.
1: Right. She's <laughs> she's making the choice to donate any money. She didn't have to. Exactly. So back off, bitches. And Pink donated 500000 Um, Chris Hemsworth, a million. Um, I believe this is an Australian comedian, Celeste Barber, I want to say. Or, I don't know. Um, she donated $26 million, which I was just like, holy... You know, I mean, if all of the elite people would just donate, like... 2% of their ing- what they have, you know. Hmm. And then you just think of like some of the people out there like, oh, like the Irwin family, like they've saved like 90,000 animals.
0: If that family is
1: that's just amazing. Are like, you
0: I want to see their show, their new show.
1: Oh, I've they watched have a show for Yeah. The kids. I've watched it a couple times. Is it good? Yeah, I thought it was cute. No. But then I just want to I In just, the back of my head, I just hear Steve Irwin and like, oh, crikey, or however <laughs> they talk, like, <laughs>
0: um, I just see pictures of his son next to pictures of him oh. doing the same thing. And oh, yeah. I like, I didn't even I started bawling. of stories, right? I just, it's sad, yeah. but whatever. Um so yeah, again, um donate directly to the fire departments if you're going to donate and still make sure that you do a little research. Um otherwise, WIRES is an Australian nonprofit whose goal is to rehabilitate and preserve wildlife. I checked out their website a little bit and they are devastated at what's happening, but um otherwise, Victoria's Country Fire Authority is also another good direct donation. Um and again, if you, oh, I didn't say this initially. I don't know why I said it again. Um, if you can't donate a monetary value, um, like the Saint Vincent de Paul's, uh, the Red Cross also accepts um, like clothing
1: mm-hmm. and
0: household items because a lot of people lost their homes. Well, and even and I would stuff. imagine
1: like toothbrushes and right. small tubes of toothpaste and wash rigs and mm-hmm. you know, I mean,
0: a lot of people lost everything, hygiene
1: so. hygiene products.
0: So yeah, um, good news is, though, that downpours have helped to extinguish just over 30 um, bushfires in New South Wales about a week and a half ago, um, between Thursday and Sunday. Um, So uh, they're getting some rain. It's It's not extinguishing all of the fires, but it does help.
1: It mm-hmm. like
0: it gives um, the firefighters a little more time to regroup so they can get back into it. Um,
1: oh yeah, with minimal damage. Well, they're working overtime and overtime and overtime, and I mean, there's even U.S. firefighters that are over there, which is amazing, mm-hmm. which I think is great. And like Leanne had said, you know, in the spirit of their country, and as Australians, they tend to come together, mm-hmm. and so you know.
0: Yeah. Um, with the rain, though, the rain's, it's good news, it's good news, but, uh, there's also now flash flood warnings and extreme winds. Mm-hmm. So,
1: well, and then the winds win. are gonna, the winds are gonna dry up the water with the heat. Well,
0: or they'll spread the fires more rapidly. Well, exactly. So um, Sydney, at the time of research, was expected to get between twenty and fifty-four millimeters of rain, and Melbourne um, had already received some relief due to about seventy-seven millimeters of rain in less than an hour.
1: So, uh, so how many millimeters? Is I don't like know. In an I don't inch? do that. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> Just it's a lot. The Transversion. What is it? The trans conversion conversion trans- transversion, transversion?
0: <laughs> who are you i don't know transsiberian orchestra <laughs> <laughs> um so uh i don't know they're uh they're not winning either way sounds like no so let's um i don't even know how to end this cuz it's like know. it's how sad about, it's bad
1: how about we do a
0: 30 seconds
1: of silence and like well wishes or prayers or whatever the heck.
0: Well, they can do that on their own. They know how to do it. They know how to pray. <laughs> if they even pray.
1: Uh, I'm sure some pray. Great. <laughs> and just That's like good. a 30 seconds quiet observance of no. the magnitude of how to do that. Okay. Well, if anybody has any information to add, please let us know. Mm-hmm. And thank you, Leanne, for sharing um, the information that you did, and I hope that you are safe.
0: Yeah, I hope everyone's safe. hope everyone is on the way up. So um, if you have any more details on, like, the wildlife, stuff like that, um, tweet us at o intellects on Twitter, and, um, we'd be happy to learn a little more. I feel like we didn't even really scratch the surface of what's all going on there. No. Because it's so much, and, um, it's been going on for so long, so. Alright, well, as always, thanks for listening. This one was really sad. <laughs> it's going to continue to be sad until their fire season's over, but... Hopefully at this point they'll be able to minimize loss of life both wildlife and human life.
1: Yeah. Okay, well. All right. Okay, Thanks bye. For <laughs>